This is Sir Reginald Wainsmere, composer of the film Too Many Tuesdays. You can hear my music and much more on Exploding Head Movies, Mondays at 7 on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. I'm standing on Highway 666, running through towns like Cortez, Shiprock, Sheep Springs, and ending in Gallup, New Mexico. To some, a beautiful stretch of the American landscape, but to Mickey and Mallory Knox, who are still at large, it is literally a candy lane of murder and mayhem. Patrolman Gerald Nash was just the first of 12 peace officers that Mickey and Mallory murdered during their reign of terror. Gerald and his partner, Dale Wrigley, were parked at this donut shop, Alfie's Donuts, when this 1970 Dodge Challenger pulled up across the street from the donut shop. Gerald was only three weeks out of the academy. He come walking out with coffee. Thanks, folks.
everybody. Vivayulta. Shana For those observing Yom Kippur. And a very pleasant good evening to you. Wherever you may be. It's time for Exploding Head Movies. And this is your cinematically inspired program found here on Vancouver's morally ambidextrous campus community radio station. CITR, your voice of the University of British Columbia, 101.9 FM. We broadcast at an average of 1,800 watts from the traditional, ancestral, and unceded Musqueam territory from the student nest on campus. And our signal takes us throughout the lower mainland and the Hunkamini speaking Coast Salish peoples, from Lions Bay to Bellingham, Washington, West Pass Point, Gray, and then dipping south across the Salish Sea. To all the ships and creatures in the water, if our friends are at CFUV representing the University of Victoria, are overlapping since we do share the same frequency. CITR signal then heads east past Langley, deep into the Fraser Valley, though CIVL 11.7 cuts pretty close on the dial. We also broadcast up through the sky and deep into space for as long as this planet and this station continue to news, team it, noisy waves for all to hear. And our signal dives down well into the underground from where we come from and from where all good things bubble up. Telesoptic subscribers can tune into CITR on their television sets on channel 7023. At least that is the story in Western Canada. Otherwise, in all these places and everywhere else the internet takes you, find us on the web, www.citr.ca. There you will see the Exploding Head Movies show page, and it contains track listings and downloads for this episode once the live broadcast is done, along with our most recent archives going back to 2014. And you'll also find a link to subscribe to the podcast via Apple Music. Maybe it works. The Apple podcast system is in a little bit of a weird flux situation right now. You can find CITR's super old programming there. Not certain fully about some of the newer shows, but... If you subscribe to us once in the past, we'll still be there. You can also find us on Spotify, iHeart, Deezer, GeoSaven. Amongst the voices of hell. Uh, where else? If I said GeoSaven, then it's Stitcher. If I said that, then it's Spreaker. But there's multiple services that allow your podcasts to be downloaded to your devices. And that's available for the times you can't listen live to Crystal Wireless or then the Shoutcast stream through the website. My name is Gak, and I'll be your heathen imp for the next two hours, so lay the wreaths along the pews. I'll carry them off later, and you should receive your complimentary newly regulatory retractable nails in conjunction with the broadcast of this episode. If not, I'm sure Project X does do some home availability for suitable candidates for the replacement Wolverines, if you have the time. Phone number for the station for those of you listening live at 604-822-2487 in T9. After the area code, it's U-B-C-C-I-T-R. Do keep it short and sweet to the point and offering me ample time to remember how the phones work. But do bear in mind, this is a live show. It's a single person operation here. Gotta make sure the airways are filled. You can email anytime, radiofreegack at gmail.com. Exploding Head Movies is on meta platforms, which blocking CITR for being the news mostly associated with Discord magazine but say la vie I'll ignore saying what they are but at least Mastodon it's meta free that's 100 air at mass.to so yes 
first live show I've done as I try to work through the math backwards. No, I did Labor Day. Yes, but at the very least, since I last spoke with you live, things are picking up on UBC campus as the school year has started. September has some vitality here. As I walked into the lower levels of the student nest, the UBC Jazz Club is jamming out. And here in CITR World Headquarters, there's a new listening club called Wax Museum, digging up vinyl from our archives, allowing people to listen, tune in, understand what we have amongst our vast piles of records. So yeah, some of your favorite shows are back on air. Student programming's coming back. Of course, some other people just take the summer off. As for me, well, I'm as lively as can be, although last week I had to take it off. That's why you got another ambient episode since I was jet lagged from where I was the previous week, which was Scotland. And at some point I'll try to recap that trip, but October's looming priority is usually on horror in tribute to Halloween. And as a spoiler alert, it's evidenced by everything we've heard so far. We're doing it early. Vancouver National Film Festival starts this Thursday, September 28th, and this week and next week I'll at least talk about some of the films that are screening. If you go to viff.org, you'll see the full schedule, how to get tickets. And the opening gala is at the Park Theatre on Thursday, September 28th, with the Finnish film Fallen Leaves, or Kualet Lehtet, directed by Aki Kaurismäki. This is another dark comedy in that Finnish deadpan manner about two lonely souls. It's already won the Cannes Jury Prize this year. It's screening at 7 p.m. at the Park Theater. It also screens Monday, October 2nd. So next Monday at the Vancouver Playhouse at 12.45 p.m. So why are we doing Halloween early? Well, this is episode 666. So this leads to some devilish themes. The best way sometimes to beat the devils to laugh at them. And hope to hell that this keeps you away from hell. So, that counts for why we start with a whole bunch of things. And then later on in the show, we're going to profile the Australian-British composer Mark Wilkinson's score to the 1971 British film, The Horror That Is Blood on Satan's Claw. Anyways, what happened? Well, we began with the untitled track 5 from The Legend of the Hell House from 1973. It's directed by John Howe, based on Richard Matheson's 1971 book, Hell House, involving a group of researchers played by Pamela Franken, Roddy McDowell, Clive Ravel, and Gail Honeycuff as they spend the week in the home of a sadist and murderer in attempt to remove its hauntedness. And The Legend of the Hell House was scored by two legends of the BBC Radiophonic Workshop, that's Delia Derbyshire and Brian Hodgson, both working on various British TV and radio programs, most famously Doctor Who, which Derbyshire did the uncredited electronic version of Ron Grainer's theme, and we profiled in the past in Exploding Hemingway's episode 131 from September 2012. And we actually heard a little bit of Derbyshire and Hodgson together with bassist David Vorhaus in the background there as things got intense. If I could loop that again and get without the summoning of things... From the 1969 album An Electric Storm, they recorded under the alias of White Noise. We heard the Black Mass. 
In the midst of that, we heard a snippet from Natural Born Killers, Brian Burden's music, and Robert Downey Jr. doing his best Australian accent with Route 666. And we profiled Oliver Stone's gloriously nuts film back in October 2018 in episode 428. The other bit that we heard there was a little bit spooky was new music also from Finland, Islaya, off of the forthcoming album Angel Tape. We had heard Featherless. And Islaya is the alias of Finn composer Maria Kokkonen, although she's based in Berlin. And she incorporated a famous cassette recording of church singing from the mid-1980s, and some people have pinpointed this to Kansas City, that with each copy of the tape that was made, the choral vocals vocals were distorted into something that almost sounds like actual celestial beings performing. So, once that becomes widely available next month through the other power label, we'll share some more tracks from that, but some glorious stuff. But, episode 666 gives us the idea that the triple six will be our starting line here. Before we start talking about concerts, other things happening at the film festival, and actually I have the concerts I'm going to talk about are the ones that happen already because the show was kind of written for last week when shows happen, but we'll at least recap what I had seen. But we're going to head to Puerto Rico first with Davila 666. Latest release is the 2023 album Secretos, although they put a single last year called Chloe Sevigny, related to the actress itself. But going back to 2009's Primero Muerta, 7-inch this will be the Villa 666 Sabes Que Quiero. You're now listening to Exploding Head Movies live again. Broadcasting from the realms of Studio A of that radio station that carefully wipes away any pentagrams on the floor. This is CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver.
considered going abroad to study a degree, work, volunteer, or learn a language? Get down to the Vancouver Convention Center East Building for the Study and Go Abroad School Finder Fair. You'll find universities and professional schools from around the world, including Canada. Admission is free. Check online at www.studyandgoabroad.com for more information. We started off at Davila 666, with what translates from Spanish as, you know what I want. Sabes que 
Quiero off of their 7-inch from 2009 called Primero Muerta. Then from Rockford, Michigan, we heard Dave Bixby off his 1970 album Ode to Quetzalcoatl. We heard 666. Originally, Bixby was part of garage rock acts like the Shillalas and Peter and the Prophets, but you fell into a little bit of an LSD addiction. And for one year, he abused that. But he picked himself up, opted to go with acoustic music, and he released Ode to Quetzalcoatl in 1970 and kind of went quiet. It became a little bit of a shrouded in mystery, as it were. But this year, his Harbinger Orchestra put out an album featuring a mix of covers of his music, along with four new originals. Behind me from Chicago, this is Michael Perkins off of a 12-inch from 2011 called MR666. This is Murder by Phone. 666, number of the beast per the Bible in Revelation 13, verses 15 through 18, whereby... The second beast was given power to give breath to the image of the first beast. We're not going to circle back and explain that, but as it were, so the image could speak and cause who all who refused to worship the image to be killed. It also forced all people, great and small, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hands or on their foreheads, so that they could not buy or sell until they had them, unless they had the mark, which is the name of the beast or the number of its name. And this calls for wisdom. Let the person who has insight calculate the number of the beast. Is the number of a man. That number is 666. However, in certain translations, Greek, Aramaic, try to remember some of the other ones as well, too. It's also 616. So that definitely complicates matters. But for Steph Fat listeners of the show, this is actually episode 764, because under Radio Free Gak, we put 98 episodes under our wings. So these wings, somewhat angelic. I'm going to skip explaining this next word because obviously I have to practice pronouncing it because there's a name for the phobia of 666, but we'll warm up to it because we'll talk about some of the films that hearken to that number. But uh, let's get some recent music from Shushu, the trio from San Jose, and they put out their 13th album, which is also not ominous, called Ignore Grief earlier this year. And this is where you'll find this track, definitely an ode to something that Definitely a lot of us do, especially in this day and age of digital cameras, photos that we keep on our phones. Here's Shushu with 666 photos of nothing.
Witness the world's best cinema, meet the creators behind your favorite works, and encounter live shows that combine music and film at the Vancouver International Film Festival. Taking place from September 28th to October 8th, a stellar lineup of over 130 films from 70 countries will transport you to places you've never been. Embrace the magic of cinema with exceptional storytelling that leaves you captivated and inspired. Be in the room as VIF Live shows breathe life into stories from the screen, combining live performance and cinema and go behind the scenes with VIF Talks, connecting you to the brilliant minds behind the work you love. Explore the program and get tickets now at vif.org. That's V-I-F-F org. Student discounts are available, and if you are between the ages of 19 and 25, you can also join VIF's free U25 membership program. Every year is true. 
Backwash and put an X in the midst of the two words there to form one. Off of 2021's I Lie Here Buried with My Rings and My Dresses, we heard 666 in Lushasha. Backwash is the alias of Ashanti Mutinta with Zambian Roots. Latest release is 2022's His Happiness Shall Come First, even though we are suffering. Also did a guest appearance on Algiers' latest album. And won the Players Prize back in 2020 for God has nothing to do with this, leave him out of it. And shortly, we will talk about the 2023 Players Prize winner. My name is Gak, you're listening to Exploding Movies here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. In the background, this is Hologram Teen and off of 2017's Between the Funk and the Fear. This is Hologram Teen and Brazil 666. If you are afraid of the number of the beast, there is a word for that. It's long, and there's a lot of repeating Greek elements here. So if you know hexagon, you get a sense of what we're going on here. So the fear of 666 is hexa So you can talk to anyone about that, and they'll know completely what's going on. Before I forget, Hologram Teen is the project of ex-Stereo Lab member Morgan Hlotz. Latest release is 2022's Glow Chaos. And if you're looking for the number 666 in film, well, the phobia, which I will not repeat, has been a motif in various horror films like The Omen and its 2006 remake, which was released on the sixth day of the sixth month of the year, 2006. Think about Iron Maiden's The Number of the Beast, and that band is coming to town next week. And you also have films like Pulp Fiction, The Doom Generation, End of Days, Final Destination, Bedazzled, and The Phantom of the Opera. We have one last song here associated with 666, and then we'll exit this kind of spooky themes for a little bit. Because we do want to talk about some things that have been happening here in town before, yes, the scary stuff comes again. And we'll go with Toronto's Daniel Fields, who records under the alias of Kilometer Club. And last year, put out Spooky Season number three. New album's coming out this Friday called Hunt to Unravel, mostly on the ambient vein, but as we'll hear, Spooky Season is upon us because Halloween is 36 days away. Featuring Hulk Ghost, a spooky witch, Bob Jr., and DJ Batman. Here's Kilometer Club with Outra, Finis, Formidolosis, Fabula, only the spookiest clocks tick at 66.6 
beats per minute. Are you a writer, listener, dreamer, music nerd, want to cover artists, visit venues, write something, events, personal essays, anything, submit to Discorder magazine and then take it a step further on Hail Discordia with your hosts, Zoe and Izzy. Hail Discordia is an audio translation of Discorder magazine. We interview writers, play music and soundscapes, and do a deep dive of each zine issue. Hail Discordia plays at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on the third Thursday of every month on CITR 101.9 FM. Submit something for the magazine and come onto the show, or just tune in and listen. We promise it's worth it. And here is your 2023 Players Prize winner, as announced last Tuesday. Uh... 
behind me. This is Vaccine, and off of 2007 12-inch called Wishful Thinking. This is the B-side, Signal to Noise. Vaccine was the alias of Los Angeles dubstep producer Christine Clements, one of the first women signed to Hot Flush, and offering at least a dreamy idea of what we associate with dubstep at the time. Of course, it's kind of all did get all bro-y and stuff. Alas, Clements died on August 22nd this year at the age of 43. It was a sudden illness as announced by her husband, ASC, a.k.a. James Clements. And we just heard your 2023 Polaris Prize winner. That was Debbie Friday off the Polaris Prize winning album Good Luck, which came out last year through the Sub Pop label. We heard What a Man. Born in Nigeria, raised in Montreal, and based in Toronto. Debbie Friday, otherwise known as Deborah Micho, said that she was in shock when she came on stage to accept this prestigious Canadian Music Award for Independent Music. Pierre Quenders, the winner from last year, gave it to her. And Friday said, this is something that I didn't realize was even a possibility. I was born in Nigeria in a small village, and now I'm here today. It just feels like a miracle. I'm just so happy right now. I've always been a little bit strange, a little bit different from other people, she continued. And it's only in retrospect that I've been able to see that this has been a superpower all along. This is actually a gift, and I just want to say that I think it's very important to protect your strangeness, protect the things that make you different. These are gifts that you've been given in this lifetime. For the Polaris Prize, cash amount of $50,000, Friday said that uh, she's just going to pay off her student loans, so very 2023 thing to think about but yeah congratulations all around now originally these talk songs i was going to play last week kind of in the lead up to the polaris prize since thankfully i had played all 10 nominated acts beforehand so this is a little bit of bonus work because it features polaris prize nominees guesting on other people's acts so we begin with some Hayden, alias of Toronto's Paul Desser. Almost three years into a career now in uh, some definitely slacker-type folk. And after a six-year absence, he put out a new album called Are We Good? And the Players Prize nominee Feist appears on this track, which was also co-written for Matt Berniger of The National. And that act has a new album out called Laugh Track, their second this year after the first two pages of Frankenstein. So from Are We Good, here's Hayden, along with Polaris Prize nominee Feist. This track is on the beach. Oh, 
sand at our feet. We're on a beach. Oh yeah, we're on a beach. We're drinking income taxes, and you're fond of me. Festival is back for its 21st year, and the theme is Water's Wisdom. Come to the Renfrew Collingwood neighborhood this September to celebrate one of Vancouver's most beloved creeks, the Autumn Equinox, and the traditions of the Harvest Moon. Join Still Moon Art Society from September 9th to 29th to experience live music, theatrical performances, food, eco arts workshops, and hundreds of majestic lanterns made by local artists. Entry is free and open to all ages. Visit stillmoonarts.ca to learn more.
Witch Prophet, and off of this year's album, Gateway Experience, We Heard Memory, featuring a guest appearance by Winnipeg's Begonia. Begonia was one of the ten nominees for a Polaris Prize this year for album Powder Blue, as was the guest on the track beforehand, which was Feist on Hayden's On a Beach. Feist was nominated for her album Multitudes, and the other nominees for the Players Prize this year include Always, Isanabi, Daniel Caesar, Gaines, Dan Mangan, The Sadies, Snyder's Res Kids, and in the end, the winner, as we heard before, Debbie Friday for her album Good Luck. Behind me, this is Tangerine Dream, and off of the most recent album, I can't even give you what number it is because they've been active for ages. 2022. The album is Realm, and this track is Portico. Hopefully you caught them at the rickshaw yesterday, although no longer with founder Edgar Fries, who passed away in 2015. At this point, Tangerine Dream is the trio of Thorsten Quisting, Hoshiko Yamane, and Paul Frick. The most recent release is an eight-CD set called The Sessions box set based on 
Performance is done in the United Kingdom and Ireland in March 2022. We'll do a profile next week on their score to Near Dark as we pivot, much like how we started the show, much like how we'll end this episode, too, with horror themes as October is traditionally when we dig up all matters of horrible, horrible music to scare you. Let's circle back to the Vancouver International Film Festival, which again starts this Thursday, September 28th. And one of the documentaries that is screening is something that uh, should definitely strike a chord with Canadian kids of a certain age, because it's called Mr. Dress-Up, The Magic of Make-Believe. Documentary about Ernie Coombs, who came into living rooms for over 4,000 episodes over 30 years. Of course, it features Casey Finnegan and the Tickle Trunk. And it shows some of Coombs' connections with Fred Rogers. Although, obviously, in a separate neighborhood. Mr. Dress Up with Magic Make Believe is directed by Robert McCallum. It's screaming this Saturday, September 30th at Vancouver Playhouse at 12.15 p.m. And then next Thursday, October 5th at the Park Theater at 6.15. Now, another act I would have talked about last week if I did my show. And as I look in the CITR lounge, I see a few folks were at the show. It was Jada G. She was part of an outdoor set at the Malkin Bowl last Friday in Stanley Park on the last official day of summer. And based on how the weather went, definitely was the last nice day. And Jada G was joined by Octave One and Yusu for basically a forest rave. And uh, she presented a killer mix of styles there. She brought uh, funk, Afrobeat, disco, and house. Super triumphant stuff, and it was a great time to be had. Jada G's most recent album is this year's Guy. It was in tribute to her dad. We'll actually hear a little snippet of him in an interlude called It Was Beautiful. And then we'll head into Blue Lights. Here's Jada G here on Exploding Head Movies, CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver.
for a cultural backwater like Vancouver. It just, just bursts with violence. It's got every absurdity and nihilism of the world. CITR 101.9 FM, broadcasting from Vancouver. Every absurdity and nihilism of the world since 1937. It'll play off-Broadway. I can see it now.
Detroit, heard about Pittsburgh Pier. You ought to know not to stand by the window, somebody see you up there. I got some groceries, some peanut butter, to last a couple of days. But I ain't got no speakers, ain't got no headphones, ain't got no records to play. Any questions? Talking Heads from their seminal 1984 film, Stop Making Sense. It was a live version of Life During Wartime, which, for the record, is excellent for a cardio workout. Gets you jogging in place. Directed by Jonathan Dem, based on their 1983 tour, Stop Making Sense was filmed over four nights in Los Angeles. One as a rehearsal, and three with an audience considered by many to be the best concert film ever a24 has done a 4k remaster of that it debuted at a toronto international film festival screening with the band reunited for a question and answer with spike lee 
We profiled Talking Heads in the Past and Exploding Head Movies, episode 438 from January 2019. And the album has been expanded into a deluxe edition. It's out now through vinyl records. Real Theater will be screening Stop Making Sense a few times in October once the Vancouver International Film Festival is over. Parties will be happening on Friday, October 13th and Saturday, October 14th. Encouraging everyone to dress up in the 80s and maybe have your big suit ready to go. Otherwise, there's one more screening scheduled on Tuesday, October 17th. My name is Gak. You're listening to Exploding Head Movies here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. On Telesoptic, channel 7023. Streaming live at www.citr.ca. Also available as a podcast. We're here on UBC campus as a new school year is underway. We're on unseated Musqueam territory. Something we should bear in mind since this Saturday marks the National Day for Truth and Reconciliation. This is episode 666. For the rest of the show, things will get kind of hellish here. In the background, this is Toro Takamitsu, and from his score to the 1985 film Ran, this is Hell's Picture Scroll. Ron was Akira Kurosawa's final epic that he directed, based in part on Shakespeare's King Lear, with elements of the life of the daimyo Mori Motonari. Kurosawa was nominated for an Oscar for Best Director. As winners go, Emiwada won for Best Costume. And for Takamitsu, he's a Japanese composer that we will profile, hopefully, soon. Although, based on how the backlog's going, it's definitely looking like 2024. You can definitely hear some Gustav Mahler influences here. Maybe the planets and other elements. And since this is a longer queue, let's talk about some of the soundtracks available for purchase or download or streaming. Since we have to play catch up a little bit from last week, so I'll try to separate what is out already with what should be forthcoming this week. So do check with your favorite record store where you find your music online and this list comes from the websites filmmusicreporter.com and soundtrack.net what do i have to catch up on well the video game ad infinitum scored by lucas Dushultz out through black screen records episodes one through four for the latest star wars series ahsoka's out as volume one scored by kevin kiner and perhaps his best work even though he did some great stuff in the clone war series that's out through Disney. Craig Stewart Garfinkel and I'm Arnone did the score to the Canterville Ghost. That's out through Red Rocka. Creation of the Gods 1, Kingdom of Storms. It's scored by Gordy Hobb. That's going out through the Hangzhou Yuyian Onyao Culture Media Company. Cyberbug 2077 is in the midst of a redemption arc right now. They've released a short game called Phantom Liberty. The scored by P.T. Adamczyk and Yashik Parshirkovsky, South through Milan Records. And there's an EP of various songs out independently released. Will Bait score to Dumb Money's out through Milan Records. Guillaume Roussel's music from Expendables. And the A in that is a four, because it's the fourth. It's Expendables 4. That's out through Millennium Media. Florence Sun, scored by Gary Clark and John Carney's out through Lakeshore Records. Love at First Sight, scored by Paul Sanderson's. That is a song album through Play It Again, Sam. P-I-A-S. Season 3 of The Morning Show, scored by Carter Burwell. That is out through Lakeshore Records. Joseph Chapanese's music from No One Will Save You is out through Hollywood Records. And they're also putting out Emilio Sankofa's music from The Other Black Girl. 
we are so going to run out of stuff here. Let's keep going. Video game Resident Evil 4, scored by Kozuzuki, is coming out through Capcom. Another video game, Return of the Monkey Island, scored by Clint Bajaki and Michael Land and Peter McConnell. It's out through Disney Records. Disney's also putting out the original cast recording of Rogers, the musical. For you fans of Captain America, but taken from the Hawkeye Christmas musical, used by Christopher Lennertz and various artists, is out. Timo Shen's music from Shaky Shivers is out through Plaza Mayor. Graham Reynolds' music from She Watches from the Woods is independent released. The latest Spy Kids is Armageddon. It's scored by Rebel Rodriguez and John Detney. That's out through Netflix Music. The miniseries Tepe is scored by Amine Bohafa. That's out through Netflix. Milan Records is putting out Lauren Balfa's music from The Wheel of Time. Season 2, Volume 2 is the case. Otherwise, Ryan Shore's music from Zombie Town is coming out through Movie Score Media. As new releases go, we're going to skip the re-releases. <coughs> we will do that next week. But out this week, Hans Zimmer's music from The Creator, out through Hollywood Records. Fair Play, as scored by Brian McComber, is out through Netflix Music. And they're also releasing Yar Elazar Glotman's music from Reptile. There's a prelude to Halloween, although not necessarily one of my episodes, but Charlie Clauser's back for the 10th edition of Saw. That's out through Lakeshore Records. And then Bryce Desner, also of the National, his score to She Came to Me. It's coming out through Warner Classics. And those are merely some of your anticipated soundtrack releases for the past week or so. We'll dig up the re-releases for next week, although we're just going to have a lot more VIF stuff to get into your ears. Speaking of the Vancouver National Film Festival, another documentary to make note of in Canadian circles, it's Swan Song. It's based on ballet dancer and National Ballet of Canada director Karen Kane as she ends her 50-year career with her first directing role in Farewell Project, an adaptation of Swan Lake. Swan Song is directed by Chelsea McMullen. It is screening this Sunday, October 1st at the Vancouver Playhouse at 3 p.m. And it'll be next Wednesday, October 4th at the Park Theatre at 6.30 p.m. Go to viff.org to see the full schedule of film screening at this year's Vancouver National Film Festival and then how to get tickets. So yes, to hell we go. And we'll start off with Boy Genius, the trio of Julian Baker, Phoebe Bridgers, and Lucy Dacus. Just announced today is that they're putting out a new EP. And I think it has a clever name similar to their other releases. It's simply called The Rest, probably following the wake of their debut studio release. The record. Off the record. Ha. Totally on the record here, but off the album called The Record. It's off the record. Don't don't worry. Here's Boy Genius with Satanist. Dream. 
BC Culture Days announces its inspiring series of community events presented by artists and cultural organizations spanning across British Columbia from September 22nd to October 15th, 2023. BC Culture Days is a network of over 350 diverse events, all aimed at showcasing the artistic and cultural essence of over 50 participating communities. All events are free or pay what you may, including a variety of events for all ages. And anyone from grassroots community volunteers, public libraries and independent artists, to major arts, culture and heritage institutions can register Culture Days events as long as the events are participatory and free or pay what you may to attend. Event registration is open until September 22nd at 9pm. To find out more, visit culturedays.ca and follow at BC Culture Days on Facebook, Instagram and X, formerly known as Twitter. From Halifax, we heard Like a Motorcycle off the 2020 album, Dead Broke, where Satan does the numbers. 
They have a new album coming out next month called Pretty Pleased. There's already a lead track for it in place. So look up like a motorcycle out of Halifax, Nova Scotia. Behind me from Saskatoon, this is the Garys, and off of their Shakespearean insult, impeccable one, 2021's Get Thee to a Nunnery, this is Devil's Dip. Another film of note from the Vancouver National Film Festival's Adam McGoyan's latest film, Seven Veils, starring Amanda Seyfried, Douglas Smith, and Mark O'Brien, about a young theater director who stages the opera Salome which Agoyan did with the Canadian Opera Company back in 1996. And she does this at the request of her late mentor and lover, though this telling has ties into her own disturbing relationship with her father. Sounds like some typical themes by the Toronto director. And Seven Veils screens this Sunday, October 1st at the Playhouse at 6 p.m. Although there's a special one on Wednesday, October 4th at the same place at 9 p.m. with an intro by Vancouver Opera's head of music, Les Dela. And the soprano Tabitha Brasso Ernst will provide a unique musical introduction tying into opera. We'll stay with Toronto here with some more devilish music, and this is Toronto's Clara Engel. Their latest album is a cassette that came out this year called Sanguinaria and features all manners of avant folk and healing hymnals. But going back to 2022's Their Invisible Hands, here's Clara Engel of The Devils Are Snoring.
Hey there! Do you like sweet and sentimental stories and songs? Do you enjoy a pleasant chat and a giggle with pals? Then you're going to love our show, Love Notes, here on CITR 101.9 FM. Every week, a new guest selects a great love of their life. A sibling, a romantic partner, a best friend. And we get to make a show about the stories and songs that make up their love. Join us on this journey for the ears and the heart every other Tuesday at 10 a.m. Oh, oh, yes, yeah, yeah. You're listening to C. I. T. R. 101.9 Vancouver. God damn it, baby, no, I ain't lying to you. I'm only gonna tell you one time. A groin-grabbingly great station.
Featuring a sample of the trailer to the 1970 film Mark of the Devil, a West German horror film that was rated V for violence, possibly the most horrifying film ever made, with sick bags given free to the audience upon admission. We heard Monte Cazaza, and off of 1976 live or 1996 live album Power vs. Wisdom, we heard Mark of the Devil. Cazara was a San Francisco performance artist and composer famous for coining the phrase industrial music for industrial people, co-opted by acts like Throbbing Gristle to promote the idea of the industrial genre. Also helped out with psychic TV and Chaos of the Night, a provocative sort, using shock tactics, also did mail art, and Kazaza died on June 27th this year at the age of 74. In the background, this is Michael Brook from his score to the Sean Penn film from 2007, Into the Wild. This is Devil Slayer. Into the Wild was adapted from John Krakauer's 1996 non-fiction book about a man who hiked across North America and into the Alaskan wilderness. Starring Emile Hirsch, Marsha Gay Harden, William Hurt, and Kirsten Stewart. It was nominated for two Oscars along with two Golden Globes. And Eddie Vedder won a Golden Globe for his best original song, Guaranteed. We'll let that loop as we get into what we need to do here, as evidenced by all the handiwork at hand here for episode 666 of Exploding Head Movies. It's your soundtrack profile, which is on the 1971 film Blood on Satan's Claw, otherwise known as Satan's Skin, Directed by Piers Haggard, starring Patrick Weimark, Linda Hayden, and Barry Andrews, in a story about an 18th century rural village whose youth fall into the sway of a demonic presence after a farmer unearths a mysterious deformed skull in a field. Originally, the idea of Blood on Satan's Claw was that it was going to be an anthology of short stories, but the producers sort of said, well, why don't you combine them all and see what we could do together? And for the score, it was done by the British-Australian composer Mark Wilkinson, who worked with director Haggard at the British National Theatre. Haggard said of Wilkinson that he had a wonderful command of strange sounds. He wasn't somebody who'd ever give you a stock sound. And I think he absolutely excelled himself. It's certainly one of the best scores I've ever had for a film. It was reissued in 2007 through Trunk Records. It's been reissued since then, since uh, in 2021. And back in the super early Radio Free Gak days here on CITR, I played this first track. Because an idea was I'm playing around with how many soundtracks I could do and then realized the profiles are kind of easier, in a way. Also contextualizes what's going on. And it's nice to hear some more selections here, but I'll tell you at least from the first cue, which I love, the rest of the soundtrack definitely adheres to that model. So I included some of the other cues, so it's not all high-pitched strings as that gets a little much here. So, let's start off with the main thing here. From Mark Wilkinson's score to Blood on Satan's Claw, here's Fiend Discovered, and then the titles. I'll tell you a little bit more about its reputation afterwards, and then some similarly themed films.
From his score to the 1971 film Blood on Satan's Claw, which was originally issued by Trunk in 2007 and then re-reissued in 2021. We heard Mark Wilkinson first up with Fiend Discovered in Titles. Then we heard Kathy's Ceremony. Then we heard Ralph Saves Margaret. And in the background, this is a finale and credits. Of course, the joke was that the film was rated V for violence, but is in the UK it was rated X for adult, and only actually appeared in box office for one week, so it was a bit of a bomb there. But Blood on Satan's Claw picked up a bit of a reputation as a drive-in favorite. It was screened extensively in the States, becoming a cult hit. Mark Wilkinson did tons of small British films with a bit of mix of horror. Final score he did is uh, one of my favorite metafiction films. It's 1990s adaptation of Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. For those who like some Hamlet characters who appear in the play, but then backstage wonder what's going on without knowing what their ultimate fate is. Mark Wilkinson died last January, so in 2022 at the age of 92. And this English folk horror Translates marvelously for films like the original Wicker Man from 1973, which came out 50 years ago. We profiled in the past in Exploding Head Movies episode 267 from June 2015, when we were feeling kind of midsummery as opposed to autumnal equinoxal. And one film I need to rewatch since it's been a while is The Witch Finder General. That's going to be it for Exploding Head Movies for this week. Coming up in about 12 minutes' time or so. Thankfully, we have a 13-minute track lined up here. It's the Jazz Show with Gavin Walker. And he will guide you to around midnight. So stay tuned to CITR for the rest of your Monday evening. If you missed any of this week's episode of Exploding Head Movies, please visit the show page at www.citr.ca. There you'll find track listings and downloads for past episodes. And this one should be up shortly as the live broadcast is winding up. you also find links to subscribe to the Exploding Movie Podcast, which is on Apple Music, Spotify, iHeart, Deezer, Geosafe, and Speaker, Stitcher, and many places that are too long to list. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. Meta is still blocking CITR and Discorder Magazine since we're part of the press, and it's all about funding Canadian news that they don't want to do. Of course, at this point, my usage of meta is also dropped as a result, because like, nobody's there anymore. But anyways, we're on Mastodon at 100 A-I-R-E at mass.to but you can email 
anytime. RadioFreeGAC at gmail.com. So, even though I'd like to do a Scotland travelogue episode, October calls, we'll continue on the vein of like half of this episode with horror films. They expand it for five episodes. So, current candidates are, as I mentioned with Tangerine Dream in town yesterday, this would have been nice to do beforehand, but we'll do it now. We'll do the soundtrack that they did for Near Dark. Then for Canadian Thanksgiving, we'll look at Tim Hecker's music from Infinite Pool or Infinity Pool. We'll look at E.C. Woodley's score to Brandon Cronenberg's horror film, Antiviral. Then we'll look at Rocky Horror, just to have a little bit of campiness. And then for sheer bonkersness, we'll do the Japanese film, House. Let's talk about two more films from Vancouver National Film Festival, sticking with my Finnish heritage. There's the documentary Ilves Oiskaya, otherwise known as Lynxman. Talks about the reclusive farmer Hanno, who sets up trail cameras on his farm when he discovers that previously thought to be extinct Eurasian lynxes were patrolling his property. So it's an interesting nature program. Directed by Juha Swanpa, who won the Grand Prix at Cinemambient this year. And Lynxman screens this Thursday, September 28th, on the first day of the Vancouver National Film Festival at International Village 9 at 6.15 p.m. And then this Sunday, October 1st at 1.45 p.m. at the same place. With an appropriate tie to indigenous themes, Let the River Flow, directed by Ole Gjaver. It's a story about a Sami woman who hides her ethnicity in 1970s Norway as the racism in the society to what was previously called Laplanders runs into her defiant cousin as she explores what it means to be Sami, to wear the clothes, do the appropriate rituals, and experience the culture. Let the River Flow screens this Friday, September 29th at 3.30 p.m. at the International Village 9. And that is also where you can catch it, Sunday, October 8th at 6.15. So we'll close with some Finnish music here. And this is from the Espo Big Band. Espo is the western suburb of Helsinki. Got a bit of family live there. And from their 2021 album Blood Red, which is associated with the 2006 novel by Orhan Pamuk called My Name is Red. There's definitely a bit of 16th century Istanbul at play here. And Veneri Pohjola plays the trumpet as a solo here. And this ties with the composition work of Mikko Hasinen, who is on electronics. From Blood Red, here's the Espo Big Band with Veneri Pohjola doing Mikko Hasinen's piece, I, Satan. You have been listening to Exploding Head Movies here on CITR 11.9 FM in Vancouver. It is autumn. It is raining. There is a cyclone bomb underway here, but please keep calm. Be kind. Stay safe. At this point, I know two other people who got COVID-19 today, so the pandemic is still out there. Do the appropriate precautions so you don't get sick. You don't pass it on to anyone else. And yes, as of note, Saturday marks National Day for Truth and Reconciliation here in Canada. So amidst those orange shirts, pay mind to those who have suffered the horrors and trauma of rural residential schools. And remember those we lost. There's some real devils at work here for generations. So let's help with the healing and try to be angels going forward. Take care. I'll see you in the spooky month of October.